three, two, one, go. Welcome back, everybody, to the Triad of the Floors podcast, a podcast from three Puerto Rican friends coming together to do deep dives into Star Wars and other nerd-related media. This is season two, episode 10, and today we will be talking about the Night Sisters. But before we get to that fantastic topic, we want to thank everybody out there that listens to us, that follows us, that has given us so much support. We made it over 100 subscribers on YouTube, and we're super excited. So especially all those wonderful people who have invited us to be on their podcasts, all those that have come to ours, that have said wonderful things about us and show support, that are part of the Star Wars community that wants to love Star Wars and not hate on it and try to talk about representation and everything that makes Star Wars fantastic. So thank you so much to everybody. Gracias. Thank you so much. It's been, yeah, it's, uh, it was crazy to think uh, that we were around 80 subs and we only started less than a year ago and to just reach this milestone, obviously with the help and support of all of our friends was a, was a big deal. We got there quicker than we ever expected, especially when we did our little begging, <laughs> begging tweet. <laughs> On the on the Twitterverse, as as it's been known to do, we didn't think we would get as much traction as we did. So, you know, thanks to Alberto from Raider Rebellion, uh, Brian and Pink Milk, uh, Alden, like all the beautiful people that like shared it and helped us get there. So here's to a hundred more and way more fun content for everybody. Salud. Salud. It's, mon it's Monday today, so I'm just with my vanilla coats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, before we get into the main subject, uh, we know that there were huge news for Star Wars today. We got the casting of Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Oh, it was yeah. like, unexpected. Unexpected. Uh, didn't, uh, <laughs> as Mondays go, it was turning out to be like a pretty boring one. And all of a sudden, we get these massive, massive news, which I'm sure everyone is aware of right now. The biggest surprise was that Ewan McGregor's coming back as Obi-Wan Kenobi. Who knew? That was the <laughs> big surprise for me. Uh, Funny, haha. All kidding aside. Uh, <laughs> so we already knew that it, it was Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen were coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, we'll talk a little bit about what we think uh, Hayden Christensen's role will be. Because mm -hmm. you know, some people are saying it's only going to be Darth Vader. But obviously there's some thoughts about that. But we had a couple of interesting act actors here that were announced. Moses Ingram. Kumail Nanjiani, Indira Varma, Rupert Friend, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Sung Kang, Simone Kessel, and Benny Safdie among them. But two that were a surprise, non-surprise, because I think a lot of us were expecting slash hoping that Uncle Owen and Aunt Beru would be making their triumphant return to Tatooine so they can fight and yell at Obi-Wan to stop trying to train Luke. And we we're happy to say that it's been confirmed that they're coming back. Yeah. Joel Edgerton and Bonnie Pease are coming back to reprise the roles of Uncle Owen and Beru from Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith. So those are super welcome news. There's still some people that they haven't announced, obviously. And those two people, I am absolutely sure, will be Liam Neeson and Jimmy Smits. Because there is absolutely hoping. no way, no <laughs> way that... Uh, you can have uh, Obi Wan Kenobi show where he's meditating in the desert and not pull, you know, and not pull the trigger on Yoda's uh, words and Revenge of the Sith that he has uh, training from his old master waiting for him. So 
I don't know if they'll yeah. announce it or that's just gonna be like a surprise within the show, but it is it, a price. It, it's gonna count. Yeah. I doubt like, they're when, gonna when announce it. Expected, boom. The best Jedi in the history of Jedi. <laughs> I know, I know. Your focus I, determines your reality. There you that's go. It. That's all you need to know. All you need to know. And I I really go they good full in on that, on the meditation, on everything awesome and weird that happened in that arc from Clone Wars with Yoda in it. Mm -hmm. that's what they need to do they really need to explore that side of the force and you know with obi-wan kenobi and mcgregor who is so fantastic in that role and if you bring back liam neeson and you have that combination right there oh, jesus i can't i can't wait <laughs> i mean it sets it sets the stage for something that's uh, super interesting that mo was mentioning before we started recording which was like having like these scenes of not anakin and obi-wan like in the same physical space but like confronting each other in you know through the force so maybe that's something that's open and, and possible through qui-gon as obi-wan and qui-gon are meditating like that's a force power so to speak that's unlocked and you know the sky uh, force skyping like uh ray and <laughs> and kylo were doing back in you know back in the, like not in teleportation day, but in the future are <laughs> happening with you know the with the bromance of Anakin and, in this case, Vader and, and Obi-Wan. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be really, or, or we can see like a scene where you have ghost Anakin, ghost uh, Qui-Gon, ghost Anakin. They're all like talking, talking right. shit about the old master. <laughs> Just yeah. like. That'll be, that'll be good because we've never, exactly, we've never seen Hayden's Anakin interact with Qui-Gon Jinn. So that'll be like a cool little Easter, well, not Easter, that would, a cool little like thing of like seeing them interact and the master that Anakin should have had. And the circle we complete. The circle is not complete. When I left you, I was about to learn it. And minimum, even if we don't get like a force ghosted version of Anakin, mm -hmm. uh, there's, there's going to be flashbacks. You don't bring back Hayden Christensen just to be under the mask. You just don't. That wouldn't make any sense there has to be some actual mm -hmm. Anakin and oh and give him the armor for Cold Wars and oh. and I'm done and I'm done I'm done hey. do you think it's gonna be like flashbacks or like the force yeah I think yeah. it's gonna be I think there might be a combination of both I think there might be flashbacks and there might be some force interactions I we're gonna wait and see but I either way we're gonna see his face like I I the think mm-hmm no, I was just gonna say, okay, like, it, it, with the problem with the flashbacks per se is that I don't that I'm a little wary about them because we've already, you know, obviously I doubt that everything that happened in the Clone Wars we saw in the show, but they, I mean, that show pretty much covered most of the big plot points yeah. of Anakin and Obi Wan's relationship. So I would be wary of them either remaking any of the mm -hmm. stuff from Clone Wars just into live action or kind of shoehorning something that kind of throws a monkey wrench into the continuity of that show. So I think I'm not saying that it won't be able to be done well. I'm just saying it needs to mm -hmm. be very specific on how they'll do it and be mm -hmm. not for the fans sake. Because again, going into fan service, if it's done right, it works, but just to do it just for the sake of it, it's never the right answer. But who doesn't want to see Hayden Christensen put on the fucking badass general armor from that show we all got a little taste of it on battlefront 2 
because in, in the video game they did like the you know the model of Hayden's <laughs> the actual Hayden body with, the, with that armor so it's kind of so when I was playing that game I'm like okay well I got it and I got to see got live it. action Hayden wear the armor but like to actually you know go photo reel into actual person wearing it oh, my body is ready I'm right <laughs> But we'll have to wait a little bit more because they start filming yeah. in April. So I think it's 2022 yeah. when it's coming out. Yeah. It's special Probably. event series. Special event Very series. exciting. That's that's good news down the road. For that is good fans. news. Very good news. So on the subject of the Clone Wars, uh, to all of us that follow us, I had not watched the Clone Wars at all before this podcast began. <laughs> <laughs> to the eternal annoyment of my fellow podcasters, my brother and my husbando, who are all huge fans. So now that we have finished, we've decided to do some episodes on some of our favorite Clone Wars arcs. Uh, we've already covered uh, Mortis arc and then mm -hmm. that fantastic Yoda enlightenment uh, mm -hmm. arc. And we always wanted to do the Night Sisters as well. We actually began this conversation a little bit with Brian from Pink Milk. So check out mm -hmm. that episode. And they have actually released their own take on the arc. So <laughs> don't forget to check that out. Um, Very annoying. Not... We were thinking about it and then they go, go and do it. <laughs> Throwing a monkey wrench into our plans. Very rude. Very rude. We love you, Pink Milk. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we... We love the Night Sisters, and and I think we're going to focus um, mm -hmm. on season three, episodes twelve to fourteen, and then they have the massacre episode, season four, episode nineteen. So it's good stuff. I mean, Mother Talson shows up in a lot more episodes, obviously, and so does Asajj Ventress. But this is mm -hmm. the arc of you know the actual Night Sisters. So um, one of the things we found out when we were talking uh, to Brian is that Mo has really personal relationship to Asajj Ventress. And I would like you to share it with us. Why, why do you love this character so much? I think it's a great, I mean, a, first off, the nice sisters are completely badass. Oh, yes. Yeah, <laughs> agreed. Not, yeah. Not, 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 only, not only in the show, but to those that play like the uh, phone, Star Wars, the Galaxy of Heroes, mm -hmm. If you have like a night sister art like combo, there's no but you're pretty much unbeatable. Right? Oh really? I didn't know that. That's really yeah. cool. Because you 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 get you get to not only use like Asash using her Jedi like like powers, you also mm -hmm. get all the magic and you get old Daka using like the voodoo resurrection thing. So no, yeah. that is really unfair. <laughs> so, so, yeah, oh totally. Like the moment somebody dies, they can resurrect automatically like because it's, of old daka's magic yeah. <laughs> that is crazy the power of the witchcraft sisterhood there we go <laughs> which which i it's think good, i good think time. it's part it's part i think they're manipulating the force i'm gonna write that one down it's not like it's not a separate thing there's still it's it's just another facet of like manipulating yeah. the, the living force and right they, they clearly have this, this is what i like about it like mm -hmm you're you're breaking past the idea that oh only jedi and sith can know about the force or know mm -hmm. how to deal with it and then you all of a sudden have this whole planet mm -hmm. whose all basis of identity is based on how to use and manipulate the force through what they call witchcraft which is like 
very i think you i think there's a good it's a choice of words you can't it brings to mind the witchcraft that we know in in our current like mm -hmm. world where you know it's it's a coven like it's all about the breaking away from the patriarchal establishment mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. the empowerment the, and you, you clearly see that in through the whole episode so what i loved mm -hmm. about it is like it's the character who's along with ahsoka that's like always trying to find their own identity like mm -hmm. you other characters either take for example anakin their identity is handed down to them they're the chosen one they have to live mm -hmm. to that identity mm -hmm. uh, somebody else they're, they're they're called jedis they're called they fall into their own roles and then you see Asash is like what looking for her role what is the role in this vast galaxy like it's it's a character that's gone through trauma in so many ways not only was taken away as a child yeah that then that i think they were taken away as a slave i don't think they were taken away as like the first like the junglings like were teaching me like they were taken away mm -hmm. as a slave then they grow that's like the idea of attachment you see a slash growing attachment to their their master their role of like mm -hmm. they're always looking for where you know who has my back like nobody really loves me that's mm -hmm. the idea behind it. Like time after time, Asash is either they by death of, of their master or by betrayal. Mm -hmm. They keep they keep getting putting down, putting down, putting down. So what's the last resort? It's going back, going back to your roots, to your home. And then mm -hmm. just breaking away like that hatred that vengeance and like how it transforms into that identity like it's it's like a beautiful tapestry honestly like you see that idea of like identity is not it's not a black and white thing it's not it's not only what we believe or somebody else believes but it's a combination that transcends the nature of like why am I returning? Do I understand the components of my identity? Because at first, Asash went back, but it was like, well, how am I? Am I? Am I still a Sith? Am I gonna completely join the Night Sisters? Yeah. And Mother Talson is all about just, just trusting yourself, trust that journey. As yeah. at, at the same time, you start trusting your coven, you start trusting your sisterhood, you start trusting. But the whole idea, and that's it, relates back to like the idea of like the witchcraft of like define yourself, find your own identity apart from whatever society around you might be putting. And mm -hmm. I think that's the power in the character. You see that transformation. You you also see that in Ahsoka. But I'm I'm always inclined to the dark side characters. Yeah, uh, like it's they they give spice to everything. It's like what defines the actual unfolding of the heroes and here you have somebody that can be labeled as an anti-hero or a villain but it's it's solely based on their circumstances and that's how you what you see at the end it's mother tossing so like you're not bound by anything anymore 
Mm -hmm. like your life you, you've been through shit that's that's true but that gave you strength once you accepted that and grew past that you've been abandoned but now you're not being abandoned by spite or by death of somebody now it's like you're being abandoned it's your role to start whatever you do next so it's like that being born again you see like the transition the the baptism scene yeah uh, in the massacre mm -hmm. where yeah it's like you see Asash accepting who they are after going mm -hmm. through the whole process after also trying to rely on uh Savasha press like oh maybe i need somebody else to, to like hold mm -hmm. on to and it's like going back to the root like i don't need any of that i need to let go of the past and then build from what i got i think that's a beautiful story that at least on a personal level it really it resonated in many ways because it's like how do you break from past identities past ideals of who you thought you had to be or who you thought you had to um, be identified as because of what others put on you and vice mm -hmm. versa what what grows from you just looking at, at the other. But then there's there's that idea of like, wait, stop, stop looking at what others might think. Stop looking at what you think others might think. And just take a look at what you think about yourself, who you are, how do you, do you accept everything that's been through? I mean, we all, we all get dealt different cards in life. That's some of us are more blessed, some of us are, worse off it, it it really depends but then how you deal with that and not fall into the hatred which is like what mm -hmm. we see at the beginning just like a slash like falling into the hatred why and then keep falling and then keep get away from that and be born anew it's it's a it's it's that whole transcending and so it's it's even the whole Asash went through their own like heroin journey in all senses. Because it's mm -hmm. it's it's all about internal. It's all about am I good enough to be with myself? Like am I am I worthy of being in love with myself? That's a good that's the question you have to ask yourself at the end of the day. Because it doesn't matter if somebody else loves you or somebody else doesn't love you. At the end of the day, it's are you okay with that relationship with yourself? Mm -hmm. I think that's what we see with Asash at the end. Like it's it's heartbreaking. She loses everything. I know. But but it's it's not the same as when she was little and she lost everything. Mm -hmm. Like you, it's it's almost a tragic event. She starts losing everything and ends up losing everything. Yeah. But which one is a blessing and which one is just the detriment of life? And that was the the ending. It's like that blessing, like, you know, from now on, you choose your own path. Yeah. Yeah. That I, I do love the whole, you know, it you have to choose your own path now. Um, and, and I do really love what you said about um Mother Talzin, that it's <laughs> just like that immediate embrace. When she comes back, she never actually pushes her to rejoin the Night Sisters at any point. She always leaves the choice up to Asajj. And 
and even though she is completely driven by vengeance at no time do they judge her for it either it's like this is what you need then we are going to help you, you. achieve yeah. what you need for yourself and and it was this just amazing i don't know it was just beautiful it's just like they're so you compare it to how the jedi treat their own people and it's there's so much judgment and there's so much uh you know it's exactly i mean what drove anakin away was this uh they never fully trusted him and then you see this arc with the night sisters of somebody that was taken as a child and as soon as mother talson sees her it's like she's one of ours welcome her she's one of yeah. your sisters that no judgment of what happened in between and and just embrace back into the fold and whatever you need we're going to help you with and and, and uh, not only like Mother Talsing, everybody by the end. Oh, yeah, saw, everybody. Yeah, I know the other me. sisters. Now, you know, I love how, you know, everybody, like you, they, they've got names. Like the sisters, even mm -hmm. was like, like they each had a name. They each had like their own, like, mm -hmm. like the, they each had their own individuality, which is like yeah. opposing to the Jedi, which is like, oh, you always have to be this way or the Sith. Mm -hmm. You know, there can only be two. It's always I, the same. Mm -hmm. It's always, it's like, you still see that individuality that which which it's almost and this like might be like looking a little bit more into like rebels mm -hmm. but it's something i mean not rebels like oh yeah but when you see like the the clone troopers like changing their helmets and it's all about mm -hmm. like how do you yeah. like even though you're one of a group how do you express your own individuality and be accepted mm -hmm. by it which is what mm -hmm. we saw, like, it's completely different. Yeah, uh, that's in Clone Wars too. They, they start giving each other yeah. names and yeah, and, and painting their helmets and everything. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and by the way, the, the outfits of the Night Sisters are fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> I love them. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they look so incredibly cool. That whole all red and their magic is green and the planet is also red. And it's, 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 it's visually planet. incredibly yeah and it's incredibly visually stunning and then mother talson's robe which is always moving like you feel like and she's she always in touch with the force kind of like dracula's and bella lugosi type well it's yeah. kind of uh, like an voice. echo <laughs> yep. yeah it's kind of like an echo and you can kind of hear like there's both genders like she's completely yeah. mm -hmm. in tune with both mm -hmm. all of her and it just comes out in her voice it's oof, it's so incredibly well done i thought Oh, yeah and, and i think you can't run away from this episode without talking about genders because like you had a yeah. planet that was specifically oh mm -hmm. males live on like this like boot kind of like yeah, <laughs> and considered the barbarians, barbarians and like lesser than yeah. and and all of that yeah and kind yeah. of like exiled from They're the main exiled. society but mm -hmm. then but then i was like confused because somebody then said like oh they come from another planet they just bring them there I got a bit, a bit confused, like something Obi-Wan well, said. Well, this, yeah, because he thought, he got confused when they mentioned Darth Maul, because he thought Darth Maul's planet was a different one. Mm -hmm. And this is how I understood the explanation of that. They are the same clan. These are the males mm -hmm. of the species, are, you know, the Darth Mauls with the horns on the heads, and then the Night mm -hmm. Sisters are the females. Females are the dominant ones, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think that they keep the best ones as like studs 
on Dothamir and then send mm -hmm. the extra somewhere else. And so people assume that maybe the males are from some other planet, but that makes the sense. actual birth planet is Dathomir. And I think even Obi-Wan makes a comment as well. He's like, because Mother Talzin says, oh, we don't ha have anything to do with the men, blah, blah. He's like, um, we know that the dominants here are the females. I'm 100% certain that nothing happens on this planet without you knowing. So. And, and, and you can see like a hint of like Obi-Wan being like pissed about that. Because <laughs> like, it, it, you know, it, it, it changes the it world order. Yeah. It was like, oh, this is like so different mm -hmm. from like in all the galaxies, really. There's like, yeah. Like, this is the only planet the where only women planet are considered to be. That. Yeah. Yeah, That's a little strange. That mm, I, I was know. like, but but then you know that's interesting because it was only through using Mother Talzin's like the magic, and then he, they like made Savage into like the beast that he is. So I wonder if that gives them access also to like the Force. Mm -hmm. Do they have to be initiated? Well, it, they kind of insinuate that they're strong in the force to begin with because Darth Maul was also strong in the force. And I I don't know if he was actually influenced by the Night Sisters at all before he became an apprentice to Darth Sidious. But it seems that they are strong in it. I mean, mm. uh, Asajj as well, who was taken as a child, was strong with the force. They seem to all be strong with the force, but like you were saying before, they use it as witchcraft differently. And the males because they are from the same clan are probably strong with it, but they're probably not taught the secrets of the craft. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're, they're kind of kept separate and, and used for, you know, whenever the females want to use them, basically. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like I think Savage, what a Star Wars name. Uh, you can tell George Savage Lucas came Opress. Up with it. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. I wonder if he's a bad guy. Uh, <laughs> whatever could it mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, like Darth Tyrannus, is he a bad guy? I don't know. Anyway, uh, but I think Savage. Uh, I think they, they, they. He was enhanced uh, through through artificial means to serve a purpose. I don't think they like uh, that happened with Darth Maul necessarily, or with any other mm -hmm. of the male uh, Sabrax or Dathomirians or whatever you want to call them. Uh, mm -hmm. I think Savage was specifically enhanced just because. Uh, Mother Talzin was trying to help. Uh, uh, oh Asajj. my gosh. Asajj. I just blanked out. <laughs> uh, Asajj specifically in her mission. She, so she's like, okay, yeah. we need to like sprinkle this guy a little bit. So he's like a little extra something so that one, uh, Count Dooku will accept him as an apprentice. And two, he's mm -hmm. strong enough to take him down. Uh, <clears throat> so I think that's why he was specifically, you know, influenced through their magic to be that way. Uh, but I do agree, and I think they all have some connection to yeah. the force because I think the planet itself is, you know, strong with it. Sensitive. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I actually do really enjoy that whole. I mean, the the witches make Savage more powerful but weaker at the same time because they make him more powerful physically, but made them enthralled to them. So, yeah. what is more important, the actual physical power or the loss of his will? You know, which I thought was a really cool dichotomy of, oh we're making you more powerful but we're actually making you weaker because you belong to us there's always a catch 
Who's yep. catch? I mean, that's, uh, that's, that's, the, that's the law of like witchcraft. You have to give something and get something. Wish we were watching. Uh, Nani was texting me the other day as she finally watched uh, The Craft of Legacy, uh, which I actually find like somewhat appropriate for this conversation because, you know, it's a whole coven yeah. thing and witches and whatnot. Uh, but tying it a little bit into that uh, was kind of like my perspective on like watching the arc, especially like watching it now versus when I saw it the first time. Because, you know, the first time it's sort of like, oh, this is awesome, you know, badass ladies being badass. Uh, yeah. And now with, you know, hindsight and context, I'm like, well, why is the first matriarchal, matriarchal society that we see in death, why do we have to just paint them with the white brush and say that, you know, they're evil? Uh, yeah. that, that was kind of the only thing that kind of rubbed me, not the wrong way, because I think obviously, obviously women can be evil. Uh, my, my issue was more like, oh, well, all of these women are evil because <laughs> yeah. they're all dark side. Instead of like g giving a little, at least a little bit more nuance, it's like, well, just because it's the dark side doesn't necessarily have to be evil because X, Y, and Z. I don't know. There's mm -hmm. a million ways to spin it. Um, but that's why I like, I don't know if you guys have been able to play uh, the last Star Wars game that came out, the Fallen Order one. No, I uh, haven't. Well, spoiler alert, uh, there's a scene where they go on well, a scene, like a whole sequence that's whole, in Dathomir. Yeah. Exactly. Really? There's a whole arc that's in Dathomir. It's terrifying. Like, I, like, I was I really want to play. The, the minute, yeah, the it's, minute, it's, it's, it's really good. It's really good. The minute I landed, because you have to travel in your ship, right? Yeah. From planet to planet. The minute I landed on Dathomir, I was like, this fucking shit's fucking terrifying. And it's like, I was like, this is a scared, <laughs> like, they, if you, if you think that the whole design of the planet in Clone Wars was creepy, yeah. they like took it to 11 uh, on the video game. This is like, and the monsters and everything. Jesus Christ. So anyway, it was like, I suddenly walked into Resident Evil, but Sars. Yeah. Yes. Like, okay. like <laughs> yes. I, I remember like the moment like death on me unlocked and they tell you like, don't go there. Just don't yet. go. You're going to get like, your ass kicked. Yeah. The other, I was like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to. I'm going there just right now. Mistakes. Yeah. That was a mistake. Like the moment I step out, I'm like, nope. Dead. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but the point, the point is that not, not, it's not, it's not only that the planet is awesome in of itself. Uh, and you get to see like all the dead night sisters come out of like pods and everything like in the show. Which, which was awesome. already terrifying in the show. Yeah. Exactly. And you obviously also get yeah. to see like all the uh, Tabrak men hunt you down and shit. Uh, but there's one character one of the main characters of the crew, you know, because it's Star Wars, so there's always have to be a crew. Uh, of course. And, and she's one of the last, if not the last, uh, Night Sister that's left. Because, you know, at this point, we thought that all of them were dead because of the, right. you know, events massacre. of General Grievous's massacre. Uh, but I think her character was, like, really compelling for me because it kind of gave me what I wanted a bit from the Night Sisters as a whole, which is like, okay, well, we're this matriarchal clan, but we're not evil. We're just, you know, we just do things kind of our way, yeah. which could this be is how we live. this way, but we yeah. still want to do good. And I think her her name was Marin, is Marin. Hopefully we see more of her story in the future, either like in a sequel to the game or some other media. But I, I, I felt really compelled by her character because she starts out as like a traditional night sister, but then as the story progresses and you get to know her and she gets to know you, you, you figure out like what happened with her because obviously she's aware of the purge, 
right? That happened to her sisters. Right. And she yeah. thinks the Jedi did it because, you know, Grievous was wielding lightsabers. lightsabers. So she doesn't want to help you. Uh, but then you know, she learns the truth. She's like, oh, well, maybe Jedi, not all Jedi suck, even though apparently the Jedi Order does suck and they deserve to die. You hear us, Rise of Skywalker? You should have ended them. Anyway, uh, but then she actually joins the crew and helps them in, the, in their fight to, you know, against the Empire. And without going into more spoilers, I think that's kind of a good way to uh, cap her character arc a little bit in that video game, which for me kind of helped uh, advance what I liked and didn't like uh, about the Night Sisters, because mm -hmm. I think that extra level of complexity is always better for anything and anyone. Yeah. It's just being all good or being all evil is always boring. Boring. Uh, so add, add, adding that extra layer, like added the, the ingredient that I needed for like Night Sisters to be completely great for me. Not that I didn't like them before, but you know, the whole this is the first women that we are going to introduce and then their evil thing was kind of like Ugh. yeah okay yeah and then they kind of skirt over a little bit about the fact that they had been like exiled and then don't touch mm -hmm. on like why exactly they were exiled or like or the amazons yeah or considered apart from i feel like they could have explored that way more i think a lot of people are fans of the night sisters too so there's opportunities for that to happen maybe mm -hmm. hopefully but um, I kind of wanted what, to. Uh -huh. What wasn't oh. there like, like a rumor that maybe the acolyte, it's like, might be, have some night sisters. I hope so. Mm. I, I mean, they're they're very alive and, uh, uh, wait, no, they're wait. yeah. My timelines, yeah, yeah, they are alive. Yeah, they're, the acolyte is high republic, so yeah, they republic. would be alive. Yeah. Yeah. So they are very active, at least, well, if not active, thriving, uh, at the time. So it's possible. I, I'd be down for that. Some live action. I mean, yeah, maybe we'll system. see why they were exiled. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. fell from grace or whatever it is that happened with them. Um, but actually, going back to Asajj and, and we get her, you know, origin story in that first episode of the arc, because I just want to say, I mean, you meet Asajj in the very first episode, I think, of Clone Wars. With um, yeah. that, yeah, that episode with Yoda. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Yeah, it's a full circle because mm -hmm. they are after like that King Tardarian or Kardashian. Then... What? <laughs> sorry, that was a bad joke. Eh. I had to do it. I'm sorry. Eh. Wow. <laughs> I saw it. I'm like, okay, how I'm going to take this. <sighs> oh, so, wow. So, yeah, so, they, so they took Queen Kardashian. King Kardashian. <laughs> King Kardashian. I like uh, that. <laughs> I think, yeah, that was the first episode. They were trying to capture the king. Mm -hmm. And then on, on this arc, Savash actually just kills the king. Like, like it's nothing. Poor thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, right, it's, right, right. Yeah, the Toydarian, the, yeah. the yeah, Wado king. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how it starts. And, and I remember seeing her for the first time. I was like, who is this person? She's such a badass. And then you, you know, get you get clips of her throughout, mm -hmm. obviously. You know, she's uh Count Dooku's apprentice, but now we get her actual, you know, origin story. And you see how Mo was saying before that she was taken as a child. Mm -hmm. Uh and then her first master dies, and then you see that a Jedi takes her in. Why do you think the Jedi continued to train her, never took her to the Jedi Council? 
I think that's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's like, if my nerddom hasn't uh, filled the gaps of that context of that story, but that is something that I was somewhat confused about because I'm not sure if that Jedi Master took her under his wing, kind of Qui-Gon Jinn style, rogue. It's like, I'm just going to yeah. this person without the approval yeah. of the council. Or if like he, she, he was approved to train her and somehow we don't know. So I'm, I'm not familiar. I don't know more if you know more beyond my lack of I, knowing. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I just assumed that they were going to say, like, it seems like Aslash was kind of like the same age Anakin was, and that was like a thing. Like, they're too old. Yeah, mm -hmm. that so, makes sense. Yeah. Maybe maybe he was like... Or maybe it was something about her race as well. Maybe because yeah. she was a night sister and they had been shunned or something, he thought that he couldn't present her to the council or something, and he trained her in secret. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, it could be all that, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but and I like thought that was really like interesting things. when when you, when but, you but see apparently, that. But apparently, so, yeah, she went from a slaver to a Jedi to mm -hmm. a Sith. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, because Balance. then... <laughs> yeah, Because then it, it actually seems like she really she admired loved whatever the jedi master because she was super pissed when he got killed and that's when her like vengeance arc starts because it looks like she killed her first person after her master was killed becomes consumed by revenge dooku finds her at some point i'm assuming and then you know sees the hate everything decides to train her and then now she puts her trust in another man that's going to fail her this one's gonna voluntarily betray her. The other one died. This one voluntarily betrays her. And he betrays her very easily. Like as soon yeah. as Darth Sidious says, your, your, your apprentice is becoming too strong, death. And then like an episode later when he meets Savage, mm -hmm. what now it's a man and you think he's more powerful because as soon as he meets him, he's like, oh, we are going to become more powerful than Darth Sidious. We can take him together like oh okay uh, you're no, contemplating think, the attack I, 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 with savage but not with no Asajj. i think i think it was different i think it's because as long as because i'm gonna defend i can't believe i'm defending a villain uh, but uh, <laughs> i think i i don't think i don't think uh, count dooku had any sexist motivations here i think that uh palpatine was aware that Asajj was his assassin okay so once he's but, already aware of her yeah, but, but Savage would have been a surprise. Exactly. No, because as long as she was just an assassin, I think it was fine. And he would have still kept training her and plotted to overthrow Palpy at some point. Mm -hmm. uh, but the minute Palpy found out that she is actually his Sith apprentice, then he's like, you're going to get rid of that shit. And obviously, Sith power, she's like, oh, fuck, I got to get, if I don't get rid of her, he'll get rid of me. So let's fucking do this thing. And then with Savage, she's like, okay, now you're the assassin, but we're going to keep. The fact that you're a Sith apprentice secret, and then we're gonna kill this motherfucker. So I, I think that's what was going on. I don't think it was ulterior. Okay. I just think he's just an ass, and he would have done the exact same thing to Savage had the you know uh, places been yeah. switched switched out. But that's just mm -hmm. I mean I've never met Count Dooku, so I don't really know. It's just my <laughs> theory on it. Well, uh, well, and, and he does get killed by Anakin. So decapitated, like, yeah. the same way that like he thought he was. Karma's a bitch. Yep. Let's just put it that way. 
It's like, yeah, like the the the, the one that order you. It's like it's the one that's gonna flip all on you, like split second. Yeah. It's like Count Dooku was looking for his apprentice to kill uh, Palpy, but Palpy's like, nah, "I beat you to the punch, motherfucker! I got my new apprentice that's gonna kill you." Uh, it could only be two. <laughs> always until well, now it gets complicated, I guess, in the sequel trilogy because. Snoke is. I'm not gonna get into it. Don't, don't, right. don't. Yeah, no, don't, don't fry my brain. Thanks. Um. Uh, <laughs> wow. It happens. It happens. I know it happens. I mean, happens. I mean Vader also had one. Had a few yeah. clones, so. Especially yeah. in in the Force Unleashed with a uh, Star Killer. Star Killer. Mm. Uber, Force Unleashed Uber was great. Giant. By the way, mm. that was great. That was great. Force Unleashed was great. Um. But anyway, which is is such a good contrast to have, you know, the the Sith trying to betray each other at every second that happens during this arc as well. Mm-hmm. And then you show the Night Sisters trying to lift each other up Defend the each other, whole yeah. time. Yeah, and, and you have these both ways of, of dealing with it's supposed to be the dark side, and it's so completely different. And that's why it's really sad that the Night Sisters cannot prevail. Because you see these both sides of, of how people can deal with the dark side. And I really don't think the sisters deserve to be massacred. No, no. Especially I mean, the r- 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 rarely does anybody deserve to be massacred. True, true. Well, true. well I mean, Nazis deserve to be massacred. Right? Let's be honest. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. False equivalency here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, not the Night Sisters. They were nice, you know. They just wanted, just wanted to have it. They weren't bothering anybody. It's like, you know. Maybe pushing pushing over a couple of the men sometimes, but that's that's fine. Yeah. Revis is which is like ballistic. Yeah. Which which is like go back goes back, it's a little bit like insulting. Like what Goose was Goose was saying. Like let's let's take away the only I mean you can argue that um Satine or what was it, Queen of the Mandalore that you had but yeah. But it's not the same. There's like specifically a society. A matriarchal society. Yeah. You didn't kill all you didn't kill all the Mandalorian women. You killed Satine, but the society is still the society there. Leaving, like. But but the Night Sisters like, you know, you're a female society. It was and fine. You got, for three you got, you episodes. got power, which which could be could be like a common in our society. Every time there's been females with power, they we as a society, we just cut, chop their legs off. It's like, it is, it's, it's unfortunate, but it is what's always been happening to all minorities as well. Like, yeah. The fear of somebody that you consider to be below you proving themselves to be equal or, or above. Or, this, or, the, or actually the opposite, someone that you think can actually be better than you. And mm. because it's different, you have to like, put it down. Put it yeah it's not even it's not even not even enslave them or like keep them yeah oppressed it's just like eliminating them eliminate which is like i mean then again humans have eliminated anything that has remotely been a competition like we 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 were excellent at exterminating what is it like seven other like humanoid races before we came into like you know it, it 
fucked up. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I, 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 I've got more, more faith on the death of mirror. <laughs> Is yeah, it death of, Would it be death of Marians? Death of Miri? Death of Mirian? I don't know. Or, I would or, check. Or, I would check Wikipedia, but after everything that's been going on, I'm not gonna go there. Although, although they, they they do call themselves Night Sisters, so. Mm-hmm. But I think Night Sister is it's like Jedi. Wrong. It's like a Jedi. Exactly. I think it's a it's a, a label. Yeah. Like it's a, a label. It's not a it's not a race. It's not a race. Too true. Like Mandalorian is a people's and not a it's a creed and, and not, not a, a yeah mm-hmm. race. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. Know. Throwing some gems today. Yeah. Some gems. <laughs> It is it is Monday, you know. Gotta uh, gotta get the gotta get the the gray matter flowing somehow. <laughs> oh, uh, anyway, uh, go Mo. <laughs> no, I was just gonna say like, I think it's also like uh, I don't I remember binge watching Clone Wars and like this type of arcs where it takes you away from oh it's yeah like i think it's like as a storytelling device it's like refreshing like mm-hmm. it gets you like yeah you're watching a show about the clone wars but let's face it like what's going on in other parts of the galaxy what's mm-hmm. like it was i think it's interesting to see a whole, like an arc that's like kind of devoid from anything an obi-wan and ahsoka story mm-hmm. um I mean, yeah, and even when how- they show up in like one episode, they're like side characters. Like Obi Wan yeah. and Anakin show up mm-hmm. in one; they're kind of like, you know, on the side. So, I mean, it's um, the whole Mandalorian season two thing that we've discussed at nauseum right now. It's just like when you, you sometimes tie something too closely to what you know, it does, it's yeah. not as special as when you explore something that's new. Yeah. But I'm I'm glad they did that because like if you've had like Anakin and Obi Wan, you will have to track mm-hmm. it from the actual like. Mm-hmm. like the story and even like there's a lot of world building in this like small yeah. arc mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like you you get you get to understand like see a whole new culture you get to see how like not only like from how they're set up as a society but like mm-hmm. even like the rituals like you get there's mm-hmm. a lot of world building yeah. and mythology that's mm-hmm. going on behind mm-hmm. all this yeah and then all the I love like how they just mix all like all the magics together. It's like, yeah, necromancy, voodoo. Yeah. Seeing through like the palantir, seeing glasses, everything. Like, yeah. They 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 got every every type of magic pinned down. Well, and then you have that one scene where Mother Talson like comes out of Camp Dooku like alien style, <laughs> just like <laughs> incredibly terrifying. Just. That scene is just. <laughs> Do you imagine it, it, waking up to that? No, it, it, no honestly, that's it, not it, how but, I want to see a woman come out of me at all. But but but, but if it, it felt like one of those, like, whoever like those that have experienced like sleep paralysis, that's kind of like it yeah. feels. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. just being or weird, like on top of you, and you can't move, yeah. and it's and you can't fine. move and can't react or do anything. That is or, just or, or, or one of the. Or you're, you're shouting like at the top of your lungs, and nobody hears it. Like, yeah, it's it's scary. Like, it's scary. 
they are terrifying. That's why I'm so sad they got massacred. Um, well, well Mother that's, what I, that's why. I, that's what. That's that's why I like the uh, uh, Jedi mm -hmm. Fallen Orders because they mm -hmm. hint that you know, that, no, we mm -hmm. didn't kill all of them. There's still there's still a chance. There's still some of them there. Come yeah. back, which I really hope they do because it's a amazing society. It's like to most point if. Obi-Wan or Anakin have been more central to the story. They would have just, you know, pushed Asajj to the side and she would have just been some generic villain that yeah. uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin just need to hunt down. And by having them be the side character, she can be, you know, she can be their Thanos. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you can like develop her as a, as a person instead of as a object, right? That the heroes have to fight against. I don't know. I think there was there was something very interesting a lot of the times when uh, Asajj was fighting Obi Wan. There was some was some tension there sometimes when they were fighting. Like some sexy I'm tension. Just saying. Or some, uh... I don't know. I kind of got know that vibe I... a little bit. Because uh, I, I mean, I, I, I mean, we know, but, but we know. I, 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 I think like probably Obi Wan infuses sexual tension in everything he does. In everything. Oh, yeah. just because hello there. <laughs> Because you know exactly. he has an immaculate an immaculate beard and he's Ewan McGregor, so always, yeah, I agree, I agree with Mo on this one. Right. I think I think <laughs> Asajj, Asajj, Asajj that is was Obi Wan's fault. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, Quinlan, yeah, you're right, you're right. She's with Quinlan Voss and he's with Satine always, uh, so I, I think it was just a miscommunication. <laughs> they just got you know. It was read wrong because he's just he's just suave, you know. <sighs> he is. Come Man. on, come on. I mean, I mean, yeah, he again, is. There's no denying. I agree. I agree. I agree. It's, uh, up to this day, I still question Padme's choice of decision-making choices. Yes, oh, it's like, I agree. I agree. I, mean, I, I, I get it. She was probably looking more for like a fuck boy, you know. She's like busy running a planet. You just need somebody that's like <laughs> available. <laughs> available i feel like maybe obi-wan would have been like you know the, it's like i, I don't want to have too many conversations with you exactly <laughs> he's like i'm tired from work just give me a honey just give me a beer i'm tired from work <laughs> and, and you know and it's also a thing where you know he's still pining over satine and i don't think yeah i don't, I don't think, think he ever got over that padme yeah. i don't think padme would have been comfortable being like the other woman in his mind you know, she's like i'm gonna be yeah. number one i'm yeah. gonna be number one if i'm not number one there's no number two and number then she's two. like and she saw anakin and she's like come on I got this. I got him eating out of the palm of my hand. Come on. Because uh -huh. so, he was a work child. Out for anybody, no, but, child. Uh, child. Weird. Still creeps me out. Sorry. Hey, still no, does. she didn't do. She didn't. Okay. I got to defend this for the first time. Oh, almost. God. Here we go. She, uh -huh. did, she did disappear for 10 years. She didn't like, she wasn't grooming him. She did. She did go away. And she was right. out doing her senator thing. And then uh -huh. he came and then back. Came... And then he's a grown up. Uh -huh. And then it's okay. Uh -huh. Yeah, and, so and she, if she had she oh, was if she had been the groomed, exact same age, then it would be creepy. She whoa, was whoa, in the whoa. exact same age, and whoa, whoa, he still whoa. acted like a child. He acted like a that is true. That is true. That's he was just like a fuckboy. That's all it was. I mean, it was weird. No way, there's no way anything like simulated her mentally. I can't see that. No, I can't see that. Well, in the Clone Wars, a little bit. No, definitely the not in the Clone movies. Wars, but not in the movies. Not no, no, not in the movies. Maybe, like maybe oh, that maybe maybe we'll get Natalie Portman to come back and do a little flashback scene with Hayden. Get some Jimmy Smiths too in there. Jimmy Smith. 
Mets. Come on. Gotta get the Puerto Rico action in there. Eh. <laughs> I would be excited about that, actually. He, yeah, whatever. He has to be. He has to. He has, has to be. Him and Jimmy Smith have to, those are the have to be. Golden, it has to happen. Golden goose, you know, that's the golden geese, I guess. Uh, they're they're not in that. I mean, I'm still gonna love it, but I'm like, that's a missed opportunity if you don't put those two men there. Come on. And Kate Blanchett cast that bit, catch her, cast her as a sateen and have you know have their oh my god, Kate Blanchett flashback for all the shipping. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's 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 one of the few fan Is that casts. a rumor? Not a rumor, it's a fan cast. It's a fan cast that I've read be... uh, on the Twitter, and I'm like, okay, I'll buy that one. I usually don't Kate like fan a casts, sateen? but that's a good one. Yep. She would, oh yeah, oh yeah, they can go full Moulin Rouge on that, you know, it's like. Well, we, 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 we do have a high hopes for the Obi-Wan show right now. <laughs> we got yeah. we gotta like put our, put our expectations. Sorry, Deborah Shaw. No, no pressure. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. Mm-hmm. It's not as if like both sides of the fandom aren't expecting this. Because <laughs> see, that's the advantage though that the authors of the High Republic and shit have is mm-hmm. that, it, I mean, they are getting bashed by the whole, uh, part of the fandom that doesn't want anything new. But at least their bashing is kind of blind. They're not really invested in those stories and actually going out to read them, to criticize them because they want to enjoy them. So in a way, like, you know, the High Republic authors can just enjoy the people that want to enjoy those things. As opposed to, like, the people that are doing Book of Boba Fett, Mandalorian Season 3. Yeah, because you're messing with characters that are already known and loved and Instead of trying to appreciate something new, because I really loved the treatment of Boba Fett on The Mandalorian. Okay. I did. But at least there's so. one side of the fandom that will, you know, not be antagonistic towards something that they just didn't like. One side will, you know, whatever. I, I said I wasn't going wasn't gonna to get into it. Never mind. <laughs> it's Monday. Uh, it's been a day. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's well, fine. No, just random question. Do you, do you think that the geo rock is, is it still alive? It's a rock. Of course it's alive. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, spoiler alert, he survived I, into the dark. I, 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 don't, I don't know how sentient rocks lifespan works. What is their lifespan? Are, are they I'm going to assume, th- until- assume thousands of years. I mean, didn't you watch uh, The NeverEnding Story? There was a talking rock in that movie. No one complained. Yeah, there was. No, no, no. At least this rock but doesn't it, talk. It just thinks. It just you is. Know, we don't it know communicates it somehow, apparently. Allegedly. We never watch it doing it. Allegedly. Anything. Okay. It it's friends. It's friends claim that it does things. We don't actually get to see anything, which is what's genius about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see just Geo randomly, like on a planet, and be somebody be like, holy crap, it's you. <laughs> apparently. According to to the book and the, his uh, uh, crew crew, I mean his friends on the ship, he's a party animal apparently. <laughs> but it's hearsay. I, I, oh, hearsay! I, I I have not I have no idea what to say about that. That's wrong. You have to trust me. You have to read it. You have to read the book. Oh, okay. Well, we will read the book, but we need to go back to the Night Sisters, guys. Night Sisters. They're awesome. Night Sisters. <laughs> they. They are they not rocks. Are. 
They're not, <laughs> but they do rock. They do. I actually, there is a, a line that I actually really love when um, Dooku first goes to Mother Talzin to get his new apprentice, which by the way, he got so duped into. I think it's hilarious that he was conned so easily by Mother Talzin. Yeah. I, I just love that. It's like, Dooku is one of the most arrogant assholes in the entire Clone Wars ever. And it's like, dude, you got conned in like second. a second. <laughs> I thought that was great. But then when... um when he she actually offers like to get one of the male species she says to him oh let's get you a male since you were unable to tame the female mm-hmm. it's like I, I like that he ignored it he was like oh, mm-hmm. yeah he's like mm, no, yes get get me a male I, I will not admit to not being able to tame anything like but i thought it was hilarious <laughs> yep Mother Thousand has some character. I don't know why we haven't seen her again. She's, uh, she's like in a way, in a way, she's like a like a, a, a Obi Wan and Yoda kind of combined into one, where she's you know has the wisdom and power of Yoda, but then the snarky, the snarky comebacks of Obi Wan, but obviously in a Transylvania Dracula uh, veneer. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Her robes move, man. It, it does move. It's it's, it's dope. Can you imagine that in live action? It's just like, it's, it's one of the things that I did like about- Like films underwater or something and- Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to do. Like the mm-hmm. last part of the Caribbean movie, horrible, terrible fucking movie. It's so bad. Don't, don't watch it. Uh, please. I watched it for everybody. Don't, don't, don't watch it. But the one good thing that it does is like Javier Bardem's- Oh yeah. Ghost he looks character. Badass. Like badass. he looks, even when he's like, not when he's not underwater, like, his like, clothes and his hair moves like he's underwater yeah which is an awesome effect and then that's yeah. exactly how i would imagine like mother tells in mother tells in live action it's just like everything's wet moving like if it were underwater but dry yeah oh yeah yeah it, it, it could happen live action it happen. make a live action mother tells the acolyte yeah, maybe hey mm-hmm. i'm sure they're probably alive like oh, like and the acolyte, yeah, they have to be around. I mean, and I Mother Talzin seems like she maybe, is immortal, or maybe an old Daka on like her prime. Old Daka, yeah, because you referred to as the oldest and wisest of us, and she's the only one that's actually able to do the resurrection spell. Like Mother mm-hmm. Talzin can't do that one spell. It's old See, Daka. I, I, then- I, I didn't understood if like she can't do it, or if it was that because they were the oldest and wisest. Like it's a yeah, that one person in the clan that's able to do it, or maybe it takes the last of their life force as they do it. Maybe maybe that's like some Darth Plagueis shit. He's like, oh, you have to take the knowledge of the master. She was she was living in this like darkened cave that was hidden and like protected by magic, like all by herself. So I, I don't know. I don't know. Kind of like the from Game of Thrones, the three-eyed raven stuck to the tree and shit. Maybe, yeah, like the one that becomes the the oldest of the clan has to like connect to the force somehow, and and she's in the cave to connect to the earth, and and that becomes her role. And then the next yeah. in line becomes the actual leader, but then you have the the actual craft leader. Mm-hmm. It could have been yeah. that way, yeah. I think, which is so cool, Plus, and I wish it could have been explored more. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. And then like the like that whole path it's it's like mother Towson is like both like 
compassionate and terrifying at the same time. It's mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. I, like, like, I can totally see like, you know, being embraced by Mother Towson at the same time being like, like stabbed in the back. No, no, not stabbed. I don't know. I think she stabs in the front. Uh, she, she's, uh, yeah, she's gonna I, let I, you know. I don't think she's gonna let you know who did. Or, 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 or will use like a voodoo thing down the road and. You'll yeah. suffer and you'll know it was Mother Talson. No- yeah, you are completely right. I am wrong. She would never step in the back. She exactly needs you to know that it was her. But, but She's yeah. Like, but, a, but, like a, oh my God, I forgot her name in Game of Thrones. Cersei? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. The, the old, oh my God. Uh, oh, the, the, the queen, the rose. Ah, the. Yes. Yes. So she was like, which one from Game of Thrones, Goose? Uh, oh, uh, I forgot her name. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, Olena Tyrell. <laughs> she was just like, "Hey, I want you. I want you to. I want you to know who who who, who it was. Who killed Ooh. your Who killed your son? Uh, yeah. Savor it. Savor it. I know. Yep. Savor it. Yeah. Mother Charleston would be like that completely. Oh, possibly, yeah. Yes. Agreed. Too bad she. Agreed. Too bad the actress. I forgot her name, but too bad she passed away because she would have been a good. Uh, actress to play either mother tells in or i forget or, or old daca would have yeah, been yeah. perfection honestly yeah mm-hmm. alas it was not meant to be alas nope yep. oh well hopefully they still make a life action night sisters mm-hmm. arc or something i would Ooh, really helen Mirren would be a good mother tells <sighs> I can see it. I can see it now. Okay, now I'm gonna do the thing that I criticize everyone for doing, which is fan cast. <laughs> fan casting. Fan cast. <laughs> Not gonna fan cast. No You're Sebastian so tired. Stan. You're um, so tired. You started fan casting. Exactly. I, I, I'm glad yeah. they didn't do Sebastian Stan. Right. I'm glad that they that never that that was never a thing. I'm glad that. Hmm. <laughs> so they just need to perfect their de-aging shit or face replacement or whatever and just do that with Mark Hamill's voice and if Mark Hamill dies <laughs> retire the live action character just you know just keep it in animation if you want more animation. Skywalker stories just not mess with it uh, <laughs> but anyway I don't know if we wanted to like uh, have some closing thoughts or what was everyone thinking now well, I wanted to talk a little bit, um, like the first title screen of that first mm-hmm. episode is the swiftest the path to cookie. destruction. <laughs> yep. The swiftest path to destruction is through vengeance. Mm-hmm. And and I think it's really sad that they continue to push the vengeance thing on Asajj. Like you would think like after everything that happened in the first three episodes, we would, you know, get her to move past that. Mm-hmm. And and I thought it was incredibly sad that, you know, we end that original arc with everything, you know, failing, her thinking for some reason that she needed Savage to defeat Dooku, like she couldn't do it on her mm-hmm. own or with her sisters, like it was a failure. She didn't try again with her sisters. It was like this whole thing of doing it with Savage. And then obviously Savage gets betrayed by both of them. So he rebels. Mm-hmm goes find Darth Maul and everything that happens, you know, after that. But after that last arc, when she gets betrayed again, now by an apprentice that she had, she she disappears for 
almost an entire season and then you see her back again in season four coming back for massacre mm-hmm. and 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 it's incredibly sad that she actually you know comes back home in this one episode gets the baptism finds herself with her sisters and then they all get destroyed in you know in 23 minutes <laughs> and i think it's incredibly sad that you know when she finally realizes who she is and when she finally wants to come home she brings the darkness with her to mm-hmm. her home planet because they tracked her there and and that's when duke was like oh she's over there so just destroy all of them and then on top of all of that they use fire because they give this tank that grievous has the fire so it's like the burning the witches so it you know it, it was kind of on the nose you know i, I wish they would have <laughs> i don't know pulled I guess back a little bit <laughs> on that yeah i guess so <laughs> anybody else has the I, I, I think i think the symbolism they didn't yeah. like hit back on the symbolism it was like this are we've we've labeled them witches burn it's the witches like, burn the witches it's like it's a whole and it's interesting because the ones that burn it are the separatists mm-hmm. how come yeah. how come the republic didn't come into stop uh, the whole massacre of a civilization like Mm -hmm. just because they weren't part of the republic like it's almost like very it it puts into context that you know there's there's really not a good guy or bad guy there's just whoever paints their own interest a little bit better Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. has the upper ground but mm. they, they, it's, the republic never stepped in never helped them it was just like well, I, I doubt they would have won because as you said I don't think the knights they have been exiled I think yeah, yeah and then the whole you know their dark side users of the Jedi weren't going to be like oh let's save some people that are on the dark side because you know that we know that the Jedi were under a whole dogmatic blind blinders on mm-hmm. with you know what is right and wrong which led to their downfall so it only makes sense right why because this republic is what turned into the empire so yeah, yeah. it's only mm-hmm. natural that they would allow a genocide to happen yeah. yeah and and probably all the others they let happen mm-hmm. yeah this is one example who knows how example, other yeah. things happen in other planets mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but i think it's like I, I love the whole dynamic of like Mother Talzin. I think it's like probably one of the my favorite characters. At like after rewatching this, and not not because you not only does do they help like Asajj, but at the same time they they help oppress. Like oppress mm-hmm. comes back, and yeah. it's like, um, oh, like you came back home. I'm glad. Like, and it's like now look for your own journey. Like look mm-hmm. for your brother. Like, mm-hmm. it's almost like she gives this, purpose yeah. to everyone that's lost. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. this that the the it's like a real shepherd. Like you know, I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm a shepherd, and you're a lost lamb. I'm, I'll guide you to where you need to be to so you can find yourself. It's never like I mean, you can see they have their own ulterior motives, 
that's mm-hmm. that that always yeah. you can see that. but but it's never everybody has a choice it's not like they're ever not given the choice mm-hmm. to either you know Savash could easily be like okay i'm not gonna look for my brother i'll it's a big galaxy i can do whatever i want mm-hmm. and asash could have done the same like i don't have to come back to death in her like it's a pretty much it's a huge galaxy i can go anywhere mm-hmm. yeah and it's this whole idea of like you know going back to the mother like mm-hmm. and what does that imply for the characters and their development mm-hmm. So it's not going back as a baby where like you're you don't have the power to do anything, but it's going back for like that. With a purpose. With a purpose or that idea mm-hmm. that you know this is your most trusted guide as well. Like mm-hmm. was and and even though they call her mother, like she still refers to everybody as a sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, yeah, it's, a, it's horizontal. So, so, so in, it's almost like and in, in, it's like very humbling at, at the same time because mm-hmm. like I, even though I'm I'm mother Asasha, you're still my sister. Like mm-hmm. it's it's still a sisterhood. It's all part. It's like that the idea. Sisterhood of, of the traveling knight. <laughs> Gotta work on it. Sorry. Mm. <laughs> Close. <laughs> but no cigar. <laughs> no cigar. Not yet. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, it's like it gives us that idea of like how like a leader doesn't have to be 100% authoritarian or 100% one way. Like you can or judgmental or yeah. yeah, you can mm-hmm. you can bring the you can meet everybody where they're at at their journey mm-hmm. and still influence them for their own journey. Like mm-hmm. you, you 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 don't see. How Duku is. Duku believes he's above everybody else. You don't see, mm-hmm. you don't see what puppeting is like, which is like, oh, that's not good for me. Like, just take it out. That's it. Mm-hmm. Right. And and you, you don't see, and then you see the Jedi, which is like, oh, like we we know about what's going on, but we, I guess we'll just stay away. We, we're not gonna intervene, but. And all Mother Toskin's interactions, it's like, it, it, there's a purpose. There's always mm-hmm. somebody's being either pushed into their own journey mm-hmm. or at, like being embraced for who they are, which is, I mm-hmm. think, it's like rare to see in, a, in leaders. So. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, I think that was a, a good last comment. Poetic summation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Summation. <laughs> leaders. Leaders need more more empathy, more embracing, more being able to understand that people need their own paths as well. Yeah. And I think that's something else that needs to be explored in, in Star Wars more because we we do have a lot of cults in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> yeah, lots of cults without like actually. Mm-hmm. going and addressing the issues inherent within and fixing the problems ultimately because yeah. we just like ignore them yeah. so far you know the jedi 
we ignored all the problems. It's just like, oh no, but now they're good without actually having that reflection on why they were bad to begin with. Uh, yeah. Same thing with the Sith, and now with Mandalorian and the uh, Children of the Watch. It's like, okay, mm -hmm. obviously, maybe now with season three, we'll see a little bit more of that, but it's just like, cults without consequence. And it's just like, well, we need to yeah. not only see what's negative about them, but address them. And, and when you straight up indoctrinate, you're, you're never going to get the, the level of loyalty and, and, and empathy that you need really for a group to survive when you're just like straight up indoctrination and don't let people ask questions about mm -hmm. why something is why it is which is what happens in a lot of these calls and that's why it doesn't work and that's why Anakin turned really so so everybody yeah. ask ask questions keep yourself yeah. always always open-minded open-minded willing open to learn open-minded enough that your brain falls out well <laughs> always gotta be careful right. yeah but, but it's better than completely close-minded so Extremes. 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 That's a good one. So Balance. do we think we're done for today? Yes. I think we're the triad. Well, everybody listening, thank you so much again to everybody that helped us surpass 100 subs. Keep listening. Keep promoting. Keep loving Star Wars and everything nerd that is out there because it is great. And we are Triad of the Force. Follow us, like us, subscribe, leave some comments. We're going to do more Clone Wars arcs, Rebels arcs. Tell us what your favorites are, what you hate about us, what you'd like. Follow. And you can find us at YouTube, as always, Twitter, at Triad of the Force, and everywhere where podcasts can be found. So I think this is good night, right? May the Force be with you. <laughs>